Hey guys, welcome back to Sunny with a Chance. Hey guys, oh my god. Why did you have to ruin that? <laughs> because I want the energy to be up today. I was just saying the welcome. Okay. Hey guys, it's Michael. Hey guys, it's TJ. Hey guys, it's Anthony. I'm Balin. This is Balin. She is our guest of the day. Woo! We are just going to have a normal episode, but have another perspective, which is Balin, Anthony's girlfriend. My girlfriend. Yes, I'm actually, we're in a polygamous relationship, <laughs> but I have multiple husbands, so it's the opposite, because I'm a feminist. Yeah. So. Yes, ma'am. You changed the narrative. That's what it is. Anyway, but so, I'm more than Anthony's girlfriend, too. Far more. She came, yeah. That's true. I just want to get on the show a little today with, with an agenda. Yes. I am Anthony's girlfriend because, because, because yes. we're in love. Exactly. Oh, I'm loud. Like, yeah, so Andrew's always like, oh, she's I'm loud. also in love with her. I saw her drag some very I, drag, I saw her drag one person and educate another and i said i love her oh my gosh yeah we'll get to that because tragedy struck and i had to convert some racists <laughs> you converted one yeah you did okay yeah. one successful convert the other one is gonna take some time but i saw him the other day and i was like hey what's up and he was like he knew like he knew the deal he knew what was going on mm-hmm. he knew what he did i delivered the message no. Okay, what's new with you, Trenton? We haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, what yeah, you, you were here last week. Welcome back. Yeah, also, <laughs> Snake of the Week. Okay. Anthony's here. We knew this was coming. I had to work, and I said, I can record it at 9 o'clock. Anthony didn't feel like waiting until 9 o'clock. So he went ahead and recorded the, re- the episode without me. Are you talking about when Jordan was here? Yeah. That was not was at a, all what happened. It was a group decision. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Attention, everyone. This is my last show of Sunny with a Chance to Shake. <laughs> it was just more convenient for everyone. Um, we were all on the same page. Everyone, this is my last show. I'm He's signing lying. off. It's, you know what's really funny? Goodbye. I get to hear... All of the different perspectives, because I'm Anthony's girlfriend. But then I hear you guys whenever you're talking behind Anthony's back, and then I hear all of you together. So it's like so funny because like it's just so we all funny. secretly hate each other. No, <laughs> no way. And there's like Whoa. there's well, it's called Sunny with a Chance of Shade. You oh, know? there's always that chance. I don't secretly hate Anthony Cinco. I hate Anthony Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where it's coming from I, today, but all I think all I feel is hate in my body. For most people, besides Bailey, hey, and Michael. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, Anthony, you're so funny. TJ's TJ. doing the thing now. Uh, He's doing the thing. The TJ. laugh at Anthony sarcastically thing. Is that a portable charger or a vape pen? It's a portable charger. Oh, okay, you never know. You never know these days. True, true. <laughs> honestly, I love seeing those Instagram videos where they uh, have a USB stick at a party. <laughs> this girl who I went to high school with like fell for it. They held out a USB stick and she was like. Oh, that's just got. And it got white like girls a half a million anything. views on Instagram. I was like, "Oh, she was." Did you say white girls? Yeah, she was black. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> no. I went to work. This girl. Okay, so I I work with my friends. Obviously, my friend got me the job, and um, that she like told me this one girl was racist. And she's like, "I want you to see." Like, she's like, "I think she's racist." Like, will you like try to pick up on it? I was like, "Yeah." Oh, Today no. we were like kind of busy, and like she like handed me a sandwich to like call out, and she was giving to that black girl at the <gasps> end, and like, like that's not racist, but it was just so like, you don't address someone like that. Yeah. She's like give it to the black. I said black girl. She said what? I said, I said nothing. 
ran off. I said, hey, is this your bacon gouda? <laughs> sandwich. Oh, my God. What's going on with you, Michael? Bacon gouda. Not much. Like I said, I'm full of hate today. Why? I don't know. You know why. I started with oh, that person. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just want, I, I don't know if TJ has a nugget of wisdom, but here's my nugget of wisdom. <laughs> if you can help out someone else, why not do it? If someone yeah. comes to you and says, yes, this that. is my problem, and you can help them without having to go out of your way, mm. why not just do it? Say it. So today, I texted eight other people mm. I work with and said, hey guys, you might want to do something tonight. No one responded, it, which is fine. I get it. No one responded. I said, oh, they're all busy. I go downstairs at six o'clock <laughs> to start my shift, and one of my coworkers is sitting there. I said, "So what you doing?" So just hanging. I said, oh, I know who this exactly. is. Uh, I said, "Oh, you're just hanging." He said, "Yeah." Sitting, said, in, sitting in the exact spot sit- where you would be working. Yeah, sitting in the exact spot where he would be working, where he could have gotten paid. He said, "Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm leaving later." I said, "Okay." Later, later has approached. Like, he has never left. He's still here. He's been in the building the whole time. So he could have done the job. So I ain't gotten paid to do what he's already doing right now. And I could be doing what I want to do right now, which I mean, I'm doing this. But after this, I could be doing what I want to do. Snake. Sounds like a snake of the week. Okay. You just want to go ahead and get started? Yeah. So our first topic that we're going to talk about today, do you want to start off with with the voting? Yeah, we can start. Well, voting laws. I don't, I don't. Well, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. So this podcast is geared toward college students am i right okay so it's the weirdest thing because college students are like at this stage in their life where they're you know gaining knowledge they're um they're they're learning new things about the world they're kind of shaping where they fall and yet somehow we are still like the least active group in voting and maybe it's a conspiracy, but like, I mean, we do live a lot of times away from our homes where we would like to vote. So it's like, you know, people don't want to go through the trouble of filling out an absentee ballot and doing all that or traveling home if you live close enough um, in college. So they just rather not because they feel like, I know sometimes I feel like, oh gosh, like with all the stuff I'm learning, because I'm a poli sci major and you know, I, we have to learn about a lot of philosophy and sometimes you think, oh, I don't have, um, I don't, my vote doesn't matter. Right. Like voter apathy. And that happens a lot in college age students. I mean, I sat at the college dims table, um, at the college fair for our university and so many people were just like, no, I'm not political. And it's just like, what does that mean? What does that mean? We, yeah, you are. You're granted a vote like that yeah you political you're a political uh pawn in some way you can be used exactly in a political sense you, you have the right to so as nikki giovanni um said this week she's a poet and like civil rights activist um she said um i don't care who you vote for i, I would vote for my dog <laughs> she said her dog oh, named her dog's uh, name yeah she's funny but <laughs> um but like yeah you can all like as long as you, that's the reason why like third party can, if you're upset with the system right now, it's because you don't vote, you know? And, um, there are lots of barriers to voting, which is something else. So like college students, 
there's some barriers, which is the fact that like it's so difficult sometimes to get an absentee ballot. But I'll talk about that about um, vote.org. You know, it's super easy to get your like literally. I'm looking at it right now, and it just says get your absentee ballot. You click on it, and they email it to you. You enter some information, lit, and they boom, email done. you your ballot, and the, and then you send it. You send it in. Easy. Vote. Cast it. Done. Or, done. Um, digital. They email you the ballot, and then the ballot, and then I think you have to mail it. Yeah, to and that's your, not too bad. Like. There's literally a mailbox in the lobby. You just right. fold the paper. You fold in. the paper. You put it into an envelope. How you write the mail. address, <laughs> and then you go down to the front lobby to your RA, and you say, "Hey, can I mail this?" And then they'll give you. Tr- it literally takes no time at all. I'm having to do that because I only live an hour away, but I have classes the whole day of voting, which is like uh, voter suppression. Why are they doing this? Like on a weekday, it's either we should have no work. No classes. It should be a day to just vote. You shouldn't have to like schedule your yeah. day around voting. Anyway, voting day. How do you feel about that? I agree. I agree. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting that like when I was like in grade school, we would get out of school for voting because they use schools to um, to conduct uh, just voting. I feel like I said voting ten times in one sentence. Mm-hmm. So we got out of school on election day, but like really. Yeah, because they so always cool. used our school. Oh, like, so they so, yeah. make the space. So if one mm-hmm. school was used, like let's say the middle school was used, they have to cancel school for everyone. Uh, for everyone, because yeah, if nice. one school in the county. Yeah. Yep. So why, if it's, like, I just think everyone should have, at least like companies should give people like an hour or something to be able to go mm-hmm. and vote on election day if yeah. they're not going to give up the whole day. It's not that much. Like it's not that hard. Yeah. You know? And just yeah. think about like the structure of social class. Who is it harder to yeah. get off of work to go vote for? Yes. I, I pulled up a few um, anecdotes about this. I was reading this article on The Atlantic that was talking about uh, voter suppression laws and how certain laws are passed to make it harder to get an ID, and then in turn they'll make it, you have to have a certain kind of ID to vote, and um, 9% of black respondents and 9% of Hispanic respondents indicated that in the last election, they or someone in their household were told they lacked the proper identification to vote, and just 3% of white people said the same. And further, um, this is talking about having to actually find a place to pull, which is mm-hmm. also another big problem for people who are either slaving at their job or working l- multiple jobs, having long hours, or if they just don't have a car. Um, 15% of black respondents and 14% of Hispanic respondents said they had trouble finding places versus 5% of white people. And um, mm. that, that's a big issue. And, and I wanted to respond to what you were saying before that when I was reminded of like getting people to the polls. Um, I've been getting these promotions from Lyft lately that they'll give you uh, 50% off of your ride if you're going on, on election day, if you're going to a polling place, which I think is really cool. You know, offers a little incentive to use their business, um, which is good for them. But I think it's really great that they're offering that discount. I had never, um, I'd never thought about that before, but it popped up in my email and I was like, that's really cool. And that's going to be really useful, useful for a whole lot of people. I think it's so interesting to see the co- amount of companies who are making an effort to promote voting I don't know if you guys saw it on Snapchat. Yes. I did was, see that. It was like a thing for voting, and you Facebook. said Lyft, Facebook. So it's a, and it's not even like promoting a like specific side of the political agenda. It's just saying get out and vote. Because yeah. no matter no matter who you vote for, it's important to make sure that your voice is heard. Mm-hmm. Because in my opinion, you can't complain yes. if you didn't do anything to change. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing. Statistically, when you look at statistics, I will give I will give credit to this. It was a boy named Luke who goes to Belmont um, in my government class last year, Vame's government class. He said, 
Get on his social, baby. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but no, you right now. No, he said something. It was actually weird because we're on different sides of the um, the political aisle, and we a lot of times like agreed on some things when it came to just like simple logic. You know, we we obviously don't agree about like the size of the government or women's. right to their body but like other things like things that make sense um that you can you know quantitatively prove we agreed on and he said something really smart i think and he said um you know if you look at statistics and you look at um the law of numbers the bigger the survey when you do a survey the bigger the population in that survey the more accurate your results are going to be so if we apply that logic to voting if more people voted Obama says this all the time. I'm not going to... So before Luke said it, Obama said it. Um, uh, Shout out to Obama. Exactly. Sponsor um, the pod. <laughs> yeah, please, Brock. Um, anyway. Um, so Seriously. Take a moment of silence. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, so it, he said, you know, the more people that get out and vote, if everybody in this country voted, then it would be more... Um, our laws would reflect the actual values of this country, which is, so how do you even do that? There's some people who go against that and say, like, we're too polarized. I mean, oh God, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just an optimist when it comes to how we can problem solve and national politics. And if more people voted, and it's not even just you vote in national elect- elections. That's another point we should hit is like, when you go this this election, I will be, for Tennessee, where I vote, I will not only be voting for the midterm, so who I want to be in the U.S. Senate um, filling in um, Bob Corker's spot, um, but and um, also the House of Representatives, but I'll also be voting for the state legislature and my local mayor. So, I mean, those are important things, and they're important because a lot of people think that government comes from the top down, but a lot of times national and state government don't have a lot to do with each other. And if you want to live in a state that represents your values, you got to vote for that. I know in Tennessee, okay, obviously I'm a Democrat or a liberal minded <laughs> and uh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Damn. My last night, my friend came over to study for our political science exam this morning and, um, she said that when she worked in the state legislature, a literal a state representative called. He asked her, "Did you do you um, are you Republican or Democrat?" And she said, uh, uh, "I don't know what she said. I can't remember. I blocked it out." And then she said, "He said good. Oh, she probably she said conservative or something." And he said, "Good. You're not a good. Uh, I can't take one another libtard." Ugh. Yeah, That's professional. Disgusting. It's actually really gross. Like, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> and she, for her credit, was like, I don't even, she just walked away. She yeah, didn't want to be around him. She was really off put because we need more people like that. Call out when people say stuff like that, call them out. Don't I let agree. them feel comfortable to yeah. say stuff like that. That's how you change the world is you say, um, I'm not cool with you saying that. Don't say that anymore. Or you walk away and you make them feel uncomfortable with what they just said. And that's how you change people's minds, because then when they come to say that again, they're going to think twice, and not, they're not going to probably do that because they people don't want to feel insecure. But anyway, you let them know what we were talking about. We were talking about more the more people that vote. Yeah, the populist approach. Mm-hmm. But I feel that. I, I mean, yeah, it's simple. If there's more people in a poll, you're going to get more opinions. And why should our country um, 
not all get to be involved. Can we talk about how pressing it is, though? Because, okay, I know I just said local government's really important, but, like, we're in, we're in Trump era, and things have changed. You know, like, things have dram- taken a dramatic turn in our politics. Um, it's really, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation if... I know we were all like up in arms. I guess we weren't. We were little babies. But like when everyone, (laughs) when Bush was in office, the liberals were like, oh, my gosh, Bush is the worst thing that ever happened to America. But that (laughs) was not the case. Little did they know. Little did they know. And no one can argue with me about this. I mean, mean, you can argue. but Sorry. Um, Anyway, Trump. um, Trump and the Republican majority have really changed um, the political climate, and it makes sense. I, I want to hear y'all y'all's opinions, but like, it makes sense that we would have something like this happen after Obama, after such an era of um, progress when it comes to like our um, social values and like what we expect out of the ethics of our officials. Like Obama set the bar. And it was like an untouchable bar. And even Republicans can be like, I can't fault Obama for his, his um, you know, demeanor and grace as president. But I wonder what y'all think. Like, I kind of think, I always quote Dave Chappelle, and it was like, whenever we go forward, we take two step backward. Like, this is traction. Like, this is like, we were going so good and we, we had to have this response because Republicans were, conservatism was taking a huge hit with um with the Obama administration and they were losing power in the, in Congress and they were having to take extreme measures, filibustering, um, to flipping midterms, um, things like that to take power away from, um, progressive ideals. So what do y'all think like about how, like with the state of our country and like, is, do you think it was a natural progression or what? I'm going to answer that question uh, kind of indirectly just because I thought of something while you're talking. Um, I thought it was interesting when you mentioned that we didn't remember Bush's presidency because we were so young. And it kind of reminded me that the only president that I personally have remembered, and I feel like a lot of people can relate, is Obama because that was the first time that we were actually able to be aware of what was happening politically. I remember in the fifth grade, our school had an election, and I went to a predominantly conservative uh, school, and they said the numbers of like how many people voted for Obama and how many people vote, voted for Mitt Romney at the time. No, it wasn't not Mitt Romney. I just made that up. Uh, John McCain, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it was like R.I.P. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just chuckled. Okay, anyway. oh, uh, sorry. It's okay. Uh, we love you. Yes, we love John McCain. And it was like I want to say it was like less than seventy people in the school voted for Obama, and everyone else voted for John. Out of McCain. how many people? Like probably four or five hundred. And I remember, like, I said, people in my class said, who would vote for Obama? I said, who wouldn't vote for Obama? And this is, like, the first time that, like, I had conversations with people my age Mm -hmm. um, about politics. It was probably just us regurgitating what we heard our parents say. Yeah. But it was still the first time that we had those conversations. So I think it's interesting that, like you said before, that when Bush was president, uh, people who disagreed with the Bush administration were up in arms saying this is the worst president, this is the worst president. And this is the first time that we have experienced it. But I do think this is completely different than the Bush administration just because of, like, the Bush administration wasn't corrupt. I mm. also think... Sorry, where are you going to go? Oh, no, go no, for go it, TJ. Go for it. 
I also was like, I loved how Balin, like you were talking about, like the way that you were talking about voting, it's like an action word. And I think a lot of times uh, we have a bunch of tragedies, a bunch of things happening in our society and culture. And, you know, we see you turn on Twitter, you turn on um, Instagram, and you see everybody retweeting things and um, kind of sharing their posts and saying things about, you know, current things going on in our society about change and everything like that. But rarely do we actually go out and do things. So I think voting is a way, if you don't know what you can do, this is something that we all can take part in. This is something that we can all participate in because nothing pisses me off more than people who talk about change, who talk about furthering our culture and progressing as a people, but don't get off their butts and do something. That one thing, voting. Yes. I don't, I Why do you look like that? I don't understand. He's just, he's just, he's just doing. It doesn't matter what I say. Did you understand what he said? Yeah. yeah. Did you understand? He was just, he was just like being funny. Just, just wait. Comment. Did I understand what Anthony yeah. was saying? No. Me either. It's like they don't I do, didn't get it. they don't do that one thing that like they're granted as an American citizen. Oh. Yes. I was not. Leave getting the comedy right. to the professional. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to be funny. I just. Oh my goodness, Anthony. Anthony. It's what? Okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, but I wonder the, then the evil just <laughs> jumped right out. <laughs> Anthony's feeling defensive right now. He got a little nervous because he was talking, and then he got scared because everyone was looking at him. He's like here. a dog. No, <gasps> just call him a dog. <laughs> no, you know how dogs like, get overwhelmed. Like, oh. yeah. yes. I do get overwhelmed. Yep. Anthony sometimes. gets very. <gasps> Anthony gets so overwhelmed. He does. Oh, he gets boy. scared. He's constantly afraid that he's upsetting people. You know what I mean? Like, and he has a big heart. Like, he never wants. The last thing he wants to do is upset upset anyone. That's very true. Anything he says comes from a good place. I'm glad we're hitting or a bit of wellness place. early. A naive place sometimes, but that's okay. That's okay because he's learning. He's growing. I'm growing. So I want to. I want to pose a. Oh. Wait, where are you at? Where are you at? I was gonna pose a question about like the populist view. Like oh. with with he has to leave soon, but continue. Oh, okay. okay. I was gonna ask Baylin if she wants to like uh, plug how people can register to vote. Yes. And steps of that nature. That okay. Is a good point. A so before we hand into more philosophy, um, pl- the plug for voting plug is um the basically the easiest way is to go to vote dot org, and then you'll it'll literally I'm looking at it right now, and it'll pull up a menu where there's like. It's a blue and red screen, and you'll just click whatever thing applies to you. So if you need to register to vote, you'll click register to vote. If you want to check your registration status, you registered to vote a long time ago and you haven't been voting, or you haven't voted in a while, then you can check your status and see what's going on and where, where you're registered. I know for college students, that's important. Like Anthony wants to change his registration to Tennessee um, from New Jersey so he can vote in the Tennessee election because God knows we need more <laughs> Things we happening. Do. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so you can check your registration. Um, and a little tidbit about that if you're a college student and you're registered in your state and you want to vote in the state that you are living in um, while you're at college and you like go home in the summers or do internships other places, you can register for that state and it will automatically drop the registration in the other state. So don't worry about trying to like 
file, like deregister yourself in a different state. Like you don't have to do that. It will automatically drop your registration in the other state and register you. And then, um, there's the get your absentee ballot option. And that option is what y'all need to do. So if you still want to vote in your other state, um, then that's what you need to do and you need to mail that in. And um, there's also the option for find your polling place. That's really important because, you know, what's good about what's um, your registration good for if you don't know where to vote when it comes to voting day. And um, so, yeah, you can find your um, your district. You ought, I encourage everyone to do that even if you know where to vote um, so that you know what district you're from um, and it'll give you the information on what um, – what who what who's running for what so you can do research on your candidates and um and then also ooh my throat um and and then there's like an option to get reminders about the election so because I know we're all busy and things like that so um I would encourage you everyone who's listening to do that um if you want to go there's also um the specific Tennessee um if you live in Tennessee and you vote in Tennessee you're already registered and things like that get more information on voting and who's running in local elections and things like that you can go to um ovr.govote.tn.gov and that will take you to the secretary of state who um the state secretary of state website he that person is responsible for um in the state of tennessee is responsible for all things voting so they will have all the different information on um on the things i basically already said but it just um you can do it through vote.org or tennessee if you want if you like I usually, I've never used vote.org. I use the Tennessee one. That one's a little more confusing. So if you're new to this, I would recommend vote.org. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Baylin. Yes. Go vote. Oh, are we done already? Yes. Um, so say, uh, well, can you like share with everyone when voting is? So yes. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention. I couldn't remember what I was forgetting. Um, so basically there, someone said the other day and, um, and a convo, they were like, Tennessee has voter suppression laws, so make sure you register now because there is a deadline to register in Tennessee and most states. So um, basically, you have to register before October 9th. That is the deadline to register online to vote um, in the 2018 general election for Tennessee. Um, and that's really important. So October 9th is the date. If you do not register by that date, you will not be able to vote no matter what you do. So I don't know if you have this answer, but I remember um, during the presidential election two years ago, or eight, yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. um, people were submitting their uh, absentee ballots too late. Do you have the date for when those are due? Okay, so absentee ballots, it's it, dif- it differs in every state, okay. um, which is why I plugged that like um, Tennessee website. Um, it's thirty days. It the absentee ballot. You, it opens no more than 30 days before the election and five, it ends five days before the election. Yeah. So five days before November 6th is the first. So if you're going to do that, just be, vi- or be vigilant of your time. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that is what the information is for Tennessee, but you need to look on your own, um, through either vote.org, vote.org, um, on the little, um, get election reminders or, um, find your polling place it will tell you tell you that information um and your absentee ballot if you fill that out it'll tell you that information so make sure you look at that okay 
Thanks, Balin. Thank I really like this Baylin. conversation, educating people about important things. So sweet, so kind. And I think iconic. Um, Triton has other commitments, so if he wants to do his little negative wellness real fast. Negative wellness? Or if you don't have one, that's fine. I had a thought. I'll leave this thought with y'all, and okay. I guess we can talk about it next week. Okay, that's not perfect. Listen and love. I think a lot of times, like, what was that look for? Like I said, I'm full of hate today. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Just Good listening. excuse. I was... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That was disgusting. I was actually thinking about <laughs> Baylin and the conversation that she had with one of the res- residents earlier this week. And just the concept of listening. A lot of times, I think people get listening and hearing others. Those are two separate things. Mm-hmm. They're two big distinctions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when you listen to other people, or even just life to the world around you, um, I think it's, again, an action word. I think you have to be receptive. I think you have to open yourself up to that. So I'm going to leave that with y'all. y'all. Can I comment on it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a big advocate for having positive conversation. And I think Balin's side of that conversation was the perfect example of yes. being positive. And like even when I could see that she's being frustrated and I think she might want to like punch them in the face and like strangle them, like shake them like hey this is <laughs> she like held her composure and she said she held her ground, she said what she needed to say and it was respectful and she was there to educate and I thought it was amazing because you don't ever see that. And one of my favorite quotations from this whole event <laughs> is you're going to stop talking and you're going to stop talking. And let me finish my thought. And I said, yes. Wake up a loo. Yes, it was amazing. No, but like when you create that space, it allows people to actually listen. Yeah. It allows them to be receptive. It allows them to open their minds and their hearts mm-hmm. to what you have to say. So shout out to you, Baylin. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes you kind of have to be ab- abrasive in that. And stand, like you said, stand your ground. Yeah. And also, um, like when Anthony and I talked about this just a little bit, but like, um, when someone's talking to you, like maybe don't rehearse what you're going to say next and yeah. like listen to like the yeah. words that are coming out of their yeah. mouth and that's, respond that's to so that. so annoying to me when, when you'll be talking and somebody will bring up something completely different. I'm like, what was the point of me even talking to you? Like the other day I was sitting at the desk and I was talking to this kid. We were, it was a good conversation. It was a good conversation, but I, he kind of cut me off for a second and I just was like, he was like, Oh, sorry or whatever. And I finished saying what I was going to say and then just said what he was going to say. I'm like, <laughs> You could have just said, I don't care about what you're saying. That would have been just as good, you know? I'm going to say something, but I hope you don't think I was not listening to you. Because I was. But for some reason, I have love in my heart for you again. I don't, I don't know where it came from. <gasps> but as you were speaking, I said, aw, Anthony. Oh, oh really? Oh, Yay. thanks, Mikey. Okay. She said, don't touch me. Yeah. I, <laughs> we're gonna... You can do the music because you know. Um, anybody have a snake of the week? We talked about Oh, the snake of the week is Brett Kavanaugh. Um, <gasps> oh, oh, wait, tomorrow's the big day. It's right? the big Tomorrow is the show. big day. By okay. now, we'll already I'm have I'm sorry to all the conservatives yeah. who are listening. I love conservatives. You know, I love you. And if you ever want to have a, de- a, like, a really like good debate, like come see me at Balin DuPont. I live at Dickens. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Drop I in the Addy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. Snake Brett Kavanaugh, snake of the week. Yes. Um, James Lasseter, snake of the week. Wow. <laughs> We're just doing names. So just, yes. Oh yeah, I thought we already did. I didn't. I don't no, know if I even talk, have one. We talked about one together. There's so remember. many snakes today that we just have to do it twice. Yeah, remember some, we were talking about something in the car. We said this person should be snake of the week. And I can't remember what it is at the moment. You remember what it is? Yes. But we oh we said it was too soon, right? Yes. Okay, just know there's a snake. Mm. Week. Uh, <laughs> just know you're coming. out there. Okay, we're coming for you. Artist of the week is sorry. 
never got the band's name. Okay, you have to cut this out because now it feels like we don't know them or care. <laughs> Why would you not know? Hmm. It's I honestly, I never listen to any. As of music we're waiting, okay. Um, okay, good. Artist of the week is Charlie Bell. They are a two-piece alt pop band from Austin, Texas, and one of our good friends, Jen Dye, is in the band, <gasps> and um, she's. Okay, she is a great person, yes. a queen. She's always been a queen. Her. She is a queen. Oh my gosh. She will forever she be a queen. I had a queen. speech class. Oh, I had speech, speech class with her last year. So talented. Oh my god, she's an amazing orator, and she also like went and like opened for like Justin Timberlake or something crazy like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know about that, but she is amazing. Big <laughs> 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 is true. <laughs> but if that did happen, like shout out to you, girl. Like you're making moves. But I think it's her and her brother mm-hmm. are in the band. They got great music out. Wow. So shout out to y'all. This is Charlie Bell. you 
Hey, uh, hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It truly means a lot. Thank you, Balin, for coming out and talking you, to Balin us today. So thank we you, Andy, you. for producing our show. And shout out to Shore Life. Yeah, shout follow out. at Shore Life Lyrics on Instagram, shorelifelyrics.com. This is a podcast hosted by Shore Life. We're dedicated to building the community. So if you want to come on, hit us up on our Instagram, Sunny with Shade. Let's build the community together. It's for you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.